Hey everybody, it's Lindsay, and you're here for the first episode of Journey from Infertility. Again, my name is Lindsay, and I just want to go ahead and introduce myself to you guys and tell y'all a little bit about my story. So here I stand. I'm a mom of two with two living, beautiful daughters. They're my rainbow babies. And I say living because I have experienced multiple pregnancy losses since about 2008. I've had a total of eight pregnancies, but I only have two living children. The losses changed my life in a way I never thought was even possible. My pregnancy history goes a little something like this. So in 2008, I had an early miscarriage. In 2009, I had a stillborn son at 34 weeks, and his name is Isaiah, and I miss him so much. His birthday is on April the 22nd, so this is probably the day that it's going to drop. So I will probably be a little bit emotional in regards to this. After my stillborn, I had another early miscarriage in 2009, and then I did not get pregnant again for a while. My next scenario was 2014. I had another early miscarriage. Then the following year in 2015, I had two ectopic pregnancies. One of them, well, actually both of them resulted in me having emergency surgery, but one of them resulted in me losing one of my fallopian tubes. And then... Um, in 2017, I got pregnant with my first rainbow baby. And then in 2019, I got pregnant with my second one. So my history is a little bit complicated. I think I've dabbled with everything you can possibly think of, but I'm here. Um, I'm 31. That's not something a lot of people would probably hear. I'm again, I'm 31 years old and I've had eight pregnancies already and I only have two living kids out of it. I never wanted to tell my story because I didn't want anybody to give me a pity party. And that's not something that I want to do here either. My goal with this podcast is to bring awareness to, you know, infertility journeys along with the younger generation. Because when I started going through this, I never had anybody there for me. I was never able to, I mean, I was able to talk to people. But nobody understood what I was going through. And I felt nobody knew understood what I was going through because people would tiptoe around me. People would not do a lot of things around me. They wouldn't bring up certain conversations. They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't hang out with me or, you know, they just didn't know what to say to me. And I want this to be able to be a point where it can be said. This is something not to be ashamed of because I felt completely and utterly ashamed of being a mom with no kids and then trying to explain this to people like I used to announce my pregnancies every time I got pregnant and then all of a sudden there's no baby and whatever hit me whichever hit me the most or what hit me the most was when I had my son so literally going up to 34 weeks carrying my son for 34 weeks and then not coming home with him that was probably the most traumatic time in my life because, again, nobody around me had experienced anything like this. Nobody. Like, my parents did not know what to do. My boyfriend at the time did not know what to do. You know, it was just a situation that we just had to go through the motions. And again, nobody understood. And even then, I tried to go to a therapist. I tried talking to people and 
it just seemed like nobody was there. Nobody could hear my silent screams. No one could comfort me in a way that, you know, that I could understand. But I want to be able to make this something that's not an unspoken truth or as most people can say, we're like a, a sorority or a fraternity of people who have something in common. And I don't want that just to be something that we continue to keep to ourselves. So as this week is going to be Black uh, Maternal Health Week, I want to be able to express myself and be able to get this out to people to know that you're not alone in this journey. I've gone through this multiple times. I've given up multiple times. And at the end, I have two kids who initially I was told I would never be able to bear kids on my own after I lost my fallopian tube. They told me I would never have kids on my own, that the only way I would have kids is either IVF treatments or surrogacy. So for that to be my outcome, that I have two beautiful, beautiful girls I don't want that to ever be the ending point for anybody. And again, I never want this to ever be a pity party for me because I gave myself a pity party for as long as I could. So I want this to be something that we embrace. I want this to be something that we can show off. And even though we may not come out with the babies that we want, we are who we are. We're people. We're allowed to have emotions. We're allowed to express that. And I think that's one of the things that most people fear is showing this weakness that even though that I have lost my child, that I can't show the world that I'm hurting because social media has turned it into the point that everything has to be all glitz and glamour. And it's not. We don't have to. It doesn't have to be glitz and glamour. As long as you can show your truth, nobody can take that from you. So. I want this to be a podcast to where I can tell my story and hopefully it gives somebody else hope to be able to speak and be able to say, okay, if she was able to get through this, I can too. So hopefully that this will be something that you can come to, can cling to, and we can maybe eventually have an interactive conversation in regards to it. But again, that's my quick story and I just want to be able to let you guys know that it's not the end this is only the beginning I've gone through this since about 2008 it's now 2020 this is nothing short of a journey that I did not know that I was going to be on I thought this was just something I was going to have to deal with something that I was going to have to settle myself with and just be Just know that I'm never going to be able to have kids. I'm never going to be able to do anything that I want to. And that's the only thing that I used to yearn for is for children. And especially after I lost my son, all I wanted to do was have another child in the thoughts that that would replace my child. But these two babies that I have, they do not. They don't replace him. They actually complement because they're not my son. These are different they were different pregnancies. They were, they're different kids. They're lovable. And I'm glad that I can actually hold on to them. But I hold on to my son dear into my heart, near, near and dear to my heart, because I will never forget what I went through and what I did to get to where I am now. So hopefully this opens up a gate to 
open this conversation up to see how other people feel or how did they get their journey or how they are or where they are in their journey in regards to getting to where they want to be. So I'm going to end this one a little short because I am getting a little emotional about it because again, my son's birthday is April the 22nd. So that is this, this week, probably when this will actually come out and my son will be 11 this year. So my goal this week is to do some things, hopefully that maybe he would have been able to do, you know, hopefully I can go over to the cemetery, release some balloons, go have a a talk with them and just reminisce of me missing him even though my babies are here and he's not with me but I just want to be able to celebrate this week and be able to celebrate his life because he did live inside of me for as long as he could and even though that he is not here physically he is here with me spiritually So I'm going to end this episode uh, and we'll be back maybe in a week or so. Have a good one, y'all. Bye.